here are a couple things that help lower my stress more than anything. Number one is making a checklist, having everything sorted out in front of me on a list that I can work through one thing at a time. Number two is getting some exercise. Number three is the topic of today's episode. The job interview experience is all about interview preparation. You know that. Preparation, knowing you are prepared, makes a huge difference on nerves. But there is a layer on top of preparation, and that is information. Today's episode is about researching the company you're going to interview with and having information about them at hand. If you have a good knowledge base for the company and the industry that they're in, it eliminates a ton of the factors that make job interviews nerve-wracking. And later on in this episode, I'm going to give you a life hack or a pro tip or whatever they're called these days. Doing this research, in doing this research, this little thing I'll talk about in a little bit is going to impact your job search and maybe open some new doors that you wouldn't have otherwise known about. And when you're head-to-head against other job seekers that are applying to the same job as you, maybe this job that you've already applied for, there are other people that have applied, usually 50 or 100. Sorry to make you nervous with that number, but I'm here to help. One of the first and only steps that those other 99 people are taking, and they are your competition, probably the only steps they'll take, a lot of them, for the same job will be just reading through the company's website, going to the main page, scrolling through it, and going, yay, I I did my part. That's a good step. That's better than doing nothing and just applying. And then when they're asked on the phone what they know about the company, they go, oh, well, I know you're located in New York, New York. We're going to go a lot deeper today. And in this episode, my goal is for this part, you have to get to the interview for this to matter. But once you get to the interview, My goal for this episode is that this research and taking these steps will get you to the front of the line, the top of the list of the top applicants. So let's dig into this. Depending on the company, there is a lot you can learn. Don't disregard this research because it takes time. And I I know you're applying to multiple organizations. Consider this a short-term investment in attaining an important job and a long-term investment into insight into the industry you will likely be working in for many years, if not a lifetime. So if you're in marketing, you're going to learn about the marketing industry, and that's going to serve you a lot longer than just your current need for a job. If you are in software, you're in tech, you're in uh, the medical industry, health insurance, doing this takes a little bit of time, but it will serve you the rest of your career. So to get started, you're gonna, you will want to open a new document on your computer and be ready to take notes. You're going to copy and paste stuff into this. Name it company research. So if you are applying to Amazon, it will be called Amazon Research. The first thing you're going to do is start the company website. It's simple. Just read the About section. Study the Leadership section. Be ready to describe what the company does. Practice saying this out loud. Read through all the other sections. The, maybe some companies list their clients who uses them. Sometimes that'll be in the front page. You'll see their logos. Scan through their blog. It'll probably be boring and dumb, so don't waste a bunch of time on that. 
products. Uh, they'll have like a how we do things about us, a news section, events, and more. If it's possible, take some time to test out the company's products. If it's Amazon, you probably already do. If it's a tool for construction, you don't need to go out and buy it. The, some of the you know, products will have a high commitment level or they don't have a product. So just read through some reviews of what they offer, whether that product's on Amazon or Google reviews. Read through some reviews. Get a feel for it. Read the three-star reviews. Those are usually a little more thoughtful where they're not saying the product's perfect. They're not saying it's one star. They're, they're giving their good and their bad experience with it. Side note, don't give the job interview experience a three-star review, please. I'm putting a ton of work into this, and it will make me cry. But if you see three-star reviews for a company you're applying for, you might learn a more well-rounded perspective from someone who's maybe bought something and it didn't meet their expectations or something went wrong or something like that. Research early company history. How did they get started? What the company research what the company is doing that's cutting edge. What's what makes them different? How many employees they have? Why they succeeded when their competition might be failing or not succeeding. Find out their current standing in the industry, write down a couple of names of those clients. Look for awards and accolades the company has won or received. If they are recent, it might be worth mentioning during your interview. Spend some time learning about that competition. This will give you valuable insight into the industry, but will do something else at the same time. And this is what I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. While you're learning who their competition is, keep your eyes open and your options open for job openings at that competitor's website. So. Amazon's a bad example here because who are their competition? They just kill everybody. Well, say, say you're applying to McDonald's in a marketing position. You want to be a marketing manager or a marketing director there or maybe a marketing intern, depending on who you are and, and where you are in your career. So you're on the McDonald's website and you should think, oh, geez, Burger King is their competition. I know that from every billboard ever. So then go to Burger, King, Burger King's website. And maybe they have a marketing position that is an even better fit for you. Or maybe you just like the company's Burger King's weird personality a little bit more. So apply to both. And then start thinking outside of the box. So I'm at McDonald's, Burger King, fast food. Maybe who else would be competition or who else is in this industry? Maybe so they sell meat. So what about Beyond Meat, the Beyond Burger? So go to their website. They make burgers that don't have, or patties that don't have meat in them. Go apply there. And all of a sudden, you might find yourself at a cutting-edge company that's doing something totally new. And if you happen to be a vegetarian, that might align a lot better with your interests. So that's just an example of how you can work your way to finding new opportunities. Don't ignore the competition of the company you're applying for. Make them compete for you. Their competitors, make them compete for your talent. If you happen to interview at Burger King and you are also interviewing at McDonald's, you will also have built-in knowledge about both companies as they compete with each other. It will make you a stronger employee or a stronger prospect if you know a little bit about both. Don't tell them I'm interviewing at both, but you'll be able to talk about the industry in a different way and have a better understanding of what's happening. Next, you're going to find out who the company leader is. That might be a title like president, CEO, owner, director, partner, founder, and more. 
the startups give themselves stupid names like, you know, world changer or guru or director of happiness or whatever. Uh, you can apply there, but I, I think that's annoying. So congrats to those people that give themselves the hokey job titles. Is hokey a word? I hope that's not a bad word. The information is usually on the company website, but you can also find that on LinkedIn most of the time. And a lot of this will be easier for small to medium-sized companies. Google that leader's name, read articles that have been written about her, find photos of the leader, and try and put a face to the name. You never know when that leader might be walking down the hall of the building you're interviewing in, sticking their head into the interview you're in, maybe not even because of you, maybe just to say, hey, did you know this or this? Or, hey, there's a car in the parking lot that lights are blinking, whatever. Maybe that leader will pass you in the parking lot as you enter their building. Not, and you'll start to see how knowledge is power, right? Having, knowing that you know these things will make you way more confident while you're getting ready and, and getting ready to begin this interview, whether it be on Zoom or in person. Look up where the leader has previously worked. You'll, find, you'll learn that from their LinkedIn page. Maybe you've crossed paths. Cross path. What a day. Write down a couple quotes from that leader if available. Does this leader work in the same city as you? Is their office in the same city as you? Is it the same location as you or somewhere else? Research who leads your department. Depending on the size of the organization you're applying to, there might be a leadership position in charge of the department you'll be working in. For instance, a director of marketing, maybe a vice president of technology, and you're going to be a software developer. This information might be under the leadership page on the company website, depending on its size. You can also find it, like I said, on LinkedIn. You'll have to dig around a little bit for this. It's important for you to know who will be the leader of your department and who the person you will be reporting to is. If it's a huge company with tens of thousands of employees, I get it. You probably aren't going to find that out, but it, it's, wor it's worth doing this, right? At least try. You can call in and ask. And you don't have to say who you are. You can call in and say, hi there. I was just looking through your website and wondering who leads your marketing department. Perfect. How do you spell that? Thank you. This isn't a bad thing to do, but it's also not something I'd highly recommend unless, again, it's something that's important to you and you know it will impact your candidacy. Read the Wikipedia. If the organization is big enough to have a Wikipedia, look for historic information or unique stories. And use Wikipedia to utilize not just what's on there, but also the referential links at the bottom of the page. A lot of times those would be articles maybe about the company history. Maybe it's been written recently about the CEO, so on and so forth. You might learn a little bit more. Complete big picture industry research. You will gain additional insight by investing time to learn about other companies, market forecasts. So if they're in the oil business, if they're in the trucking business, those are hot topics right now. If they're in medicine. How is medicine changing? So get a big picture idea outside of just this company, where things are going. New companies that are coming in, hiring and layoff trends and more. Uh, so say in trucking, they can't hire enough truckers in the whole world to deliver these goods, right? That's a, so education is important there. So maybe you're interested in working at a trucking company. But then look into the companies that are training the new generation of truckers. Maybe it's a local community college. 
look at several companies, try and find their stocks, if they have public offerings and if they sell stocks, look at their prices for one year, five year, look at their 10 year charts. All you have to do, do is Google that company name in the stock. So I don't know if McDonald's or Burger King are publicly traded, but if both of them are, it'd be interesting to look at both of those companies' stocks side by side, see how they perform against each other. Search for news articles about any industry news or trends and save anything that you find is interesting. Take care about what information you quote during your interview or refer to during your interview. Some sources, some articles, some news sites are more respected than others, and the company you're applying to might not find the articles about them flattering, or they might disagree with how accurate the information is. At this point, you should have notes, quotes, and enough information to give you a feel for the organization. Company culture is important, and even though you may not get a great grasp of the company culture online, you now know much more than you did before. Probably you know more about the company than many of their current employees. Parts of the website, like the blog, which I said are usually pretty boring, or news, are they are great resources for finding more about the fun side of a company. They will probably post happy pictures of things like company parties, fundraisers, outings, employee highlights, and more, and get to know them there. You need to be an- able to answer these questions. This is kind of, at the end of the day, this is the purpose of this whole exercise. What is the purpose of this company? Why does this company exist? Who leads this company? How do they lead this company? And who does this company serve? Why are they hiring or growing? This is a lot of work, and it, takes, it does take time. There's things I talk about on this podcast that don't take a whole lot of time or investment of your time. This will. I'm not saying hours and hours. You can probably do all of this in 20 or 30 minutes. It will take an investment of your time to learn the appropriate amount of a company you might have a long-term working relationship with. So what makes this make sense is if you're going to work at this company for five or 10 years, it's worth the 20 minutes of your time to figure out what they're about. Maybe they do things you don't like. Maybe they support organizations you don't agree with. It's worth a little bit of your time to find that out, and it will also empower you to speak about them in your interview with them. You don't need to do all of this research before you apply for the job. You don't have to do this before. And if you don't have time, you don't have to do all of this research before your first interview, although it will certainly help. You could do some of this after your first interview. It's up to you. Anything that you do from this podcast will help, and you will, you will see that come into fruition throughout the interview process. This interview will be most pertinent to conversations you have during probably in-person interviews or Zoom interviews. If a Zoom interview is in place of a in-person interview, phone interviews, you probably won't dig into this type of stuff as much. Remember that this information sticks with you forever. And as you stay in your industry for a certain amount of time, you go to other companies, you have different positions, or maybe even you leave your industry and go to a new one. This information broadens your knowledge as you move across industries 
and makes you an expert in the industry you will be in. As you understand how different companies work, compete against each other, serve the same type of companies, and more. This has been a rundown on doing your due diligence and research on a company you'll be applying to and trying to learn more about. If you apply these steps to your process, it's going to make a big difference. And most importantly, it's going to make you stand out. I can't tell you how many people I've interviewed that have not done their research about the company that I was interviewing them for. A job applicant's dream is to get a job offered during their interview. It doesn't happen often. It's not really a thing. I mean, it does happen, but don't expect it to happen. It has, it's no reflection on you. It's more about how the company works. But anyway, getting that offer during your interview, is, that's best case scenario. How on earth can you expect someone to accept your offer when they don't even know what your company does or what they're like or who they serve, right? The person who gets that offer during their interview or during the first interview or very quickly is most likely someone who understands what's going on and isn't just there to kick the tires and see if they can get paid. Again, this is building up your resources. This is for you, not for the company. This is to give you the advantage so you can have a deep understanding, knowledgeable conversations with the person you're discussing this opportunity with and really shine through that you care and you know what's going on in the world around you. You are a professional that has done your research and you're ready to move forward. Thanks for listening, everyone. Look forward to speaking with you again. Have a good one.